Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi there, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and across the Six Nations as Europe's elite go head-to-head in rugby's oldest international competition. Each week, we'll be looking at the QBE predictor, which forecasts the results of each round of matches. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe now and download wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about our London Rising event, which launches tomorrow. We want to help bring our city back to life after this pandemic. So The Evening Standard has gathered some of the capital's brightest and best people together to tackle ideas and emerging trends across business, the arts, fashion, hospitality, retail, sport and politics. That's people like Victoria Beckham, Tony Blair, Facebook boss Nicola Mendelssohn. We've even borrowed the mayor of Manchester, Andy Burnham. And there are many more. Here's our editor, Emily Sheffield, to tell you all about it. This spring, the speed and magnitude of this great city's recovery is key. And the Evening Standard is leading the way with our biggest campaign to date, London Rising. COVID-19 has shattered the economy and challenged our way of life. Every business, organisation and individual in London has been affected and needs to recover fast. At the heart of London Rising is a dynamic online event series launching on the 28th and 29th of April, featuring iconic speakers across the most important sectors of the economy. The series is free to attend and will explore the challenges and opportunities ahead, championing the people, ideas and emerging trends across business, the arts, hospitality, fashion, retail, sport and politics. Please join us and help London soar again. Watch it live from 12pm at londonrising.standard.co.uk. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader. The Prime Minister uh, has said that he has paid for the expenses of redecoration. I'm, uh, I don't have any other information, Dan, that uh, has been shared with me. Uh, that's what the PM said, and uh, I take him absolutely on his word. Claire's Coffee, the Work and Pension Secretary, trusts Boris Johnson. She went on national TV, BBC Breakfast in this case, and said so. But the country as a whole, maybe not so much. An exclusive poll for the Evening Standards found six in ten Britons find the Prime Minister untrustworthy. Keir Starmer comes out better in the Ipsos Murray survey, with 41% thinking he's not to be trusted. The poll was taken before the Let the Bodies Pile High row, which the PM denies ever saying, but it did follow the weeks of revelations about covert lobbying and the redecoration of the Downing Street flat. 
Mr Johnson says he paid for that himself. But Dominic Cummings claims the Prime Minister wanted donors to foot the bill. It's alleged Conservative campaign headquarters paid initial costs returned to them by Mr Johnson, but one senior Tory says the PM needed to take out a loan to cover it. The Prime Minister earns a salary of £157,372 a year, so why is Boris Johnson so broke? Evening Standard, Susanna Butter has been looking at that very question and she's with me now. Susanna, where's all the money going? If we, if we talk about what it's not going on, it's not going on rent. He pays £7,000 a year on running costs for Downing Street and he doesn't have to commute. <laughs> you know, none of us are really going out much or spending money on restaurants or, or fun things like that. But actually, if you drill down into it, first of all, it's a huge pay cut for him. Before he became Prime Minister, he was on £800,000 from newspaper columns, speeches, book royalties, TV. And he famously called his, I think it was £275,000 a year salary from the Telegraph chicken feed. But um, also, he's, yeah, he's finally got through his divorce and a lot of the money's gone to his wife, ex-wife, Marina Wheeler. And then he's got four children with her, one of whom's still at university, there's this child with Helen McIntyre, an art advisor. They had an affair, um, which ended in the child. So he's got to pay for that, obviously. Then there's baby Wilfred. So there are clearly a lot of outgoings there, Susanna, and that cut in his income. But then, even when he was earning more than he is as Prime Minister, did he ever really give that impression of being somebody who has a lot of money? If you if you look back, he's despite the fact that he is from an immensely privileged background, he earns a lot. There's a lot of stories of kind of people at university who made bets with him and they didn't, he didn't pay it back. There's stories about him not paying for coffees at the Spectator. A story from his former boss, Max Hastings, at the Daily Telegraph. They had a bet about the 2010 election. Um, Boris Johnson lost. Not very good political judgment there. Hastings chased it up. Johnson sent a letter saying check enclosed and there was no check, which is a pretty old trick. Going back, he, he went to Eton, but he wasn't a scholarship. So he was always around more wealth and very aware of that and I'm very aware that as the eldest of the family he he was the one who'd have to provide. But is he not just quite frugal really? He doesn't have lavish tastes does he? And then I mean you write in your piece about an old hoodie that he just kept forever. Old Bluey, old Bluey the hoodie until it was unravelling as he wore it. Yeah there's that, he liked Pizza Express, kind of his idea of being extravagant is splashing out on extra dough balls for the table. Um, he's got a really old car. I think it's a Toyota. But it's not just him. There's there's Carrie Simons, and she seems to not like John Lewis, which is another issue that um, could prove quite politically divisive for those who think that John Lewis is actually sort of a sign that you've made it. John Lewis is. I mean, I most of just looking around at my house, most of it's from IKEA. I dream of John Lewis. So yeah, it, it's not just him. She has paid for some of their holidays, but she's not on. So Marina, his ex-wife was a QC. So she had a pretty decent salary. Carrie hasn't been working. She's just started her new job. She does have a house in Camberwell, but I don't think they want to rent that out. She still goes there sometimes. Um, they can't afford a nanny. So if they want a break from, from the baby, they've, they've got that house to take the baby to. It seems mad that the Prime Minister can't afford a nanny, though, doesn't it? I mean, they, they've got Carrie's mum who comes in and does some childcare. It, it's just all odd, isn't it? Because to, to the outside world, he looks fairly well off, <laughs> to say the least. But he is paid less than a lot of Prime Ministers around the world. But, I mean, it still sounds like a huge amount of money, especially 
in a pandemic when people are losing their jobs. What about his book royalties from the, and the things he did before he became Prime Minister? There's about £10,500 from, from book royalties. There was meant to be another book on Shakespeare, which has been in the works for a very long time. Um, and that would have obviously generated more royalties, more more um, incomings. But he he's had a lot on his plate. He hasn't had time to finish it. So there's, there's the weight from that, I suppose, if you were budgeting for the money from that and then that hasn't come through either that's that's not very good and then and then he's spoken a lot about how he has to pay for all the food at Downing Street and Chequers they've been getting all those Dalesford takeaways which are very expensive as well. To be fair historically he's not the first Prime Minister to have had questions raised about his finances is he? No he'll be thinking about his political pin-up Winston Churchill who was always on the brink of bankruptcy I mean possibly it was Winston Churchill had it worse and kind of sent these letters saying he was always really, really worried about money. That was completely at the forefront of his mind and informed a lot of what he does. So Boris will be aware of that. Um, I don't know whether that will give him some comfort. Who knows? Susanna Butter there. Read her article at standard.co.uk. And we've got loads more political coverage from our top team. Joe Murphy's written up the results of that exclusive poll. You'll find it all on the website. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.